This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In Pi, four, three, two, one. Hi everybody, this is a uh, Mangchi. <laughs> hey everybody. And today we are gonna cook is a uh, sundubu chicken. <laughs> it's my pa- it's my favorite dish. It's a little spicy. It's a little hot, <laughs> and sometimes I have a little green onions. <laughs> and you know my favorite recipe ingredient is sesame Ga- oil. Oh, as a garlic. Oh no, sesame oil. Oh, it's a sesame oil. Yeah. It's a big Korean. <laughs> so we are <laughs> imitating one of um, her recipes that I've tried. It's this lady named Mangchi. You'll see mm-hmm. her on uh, YouTube. Yeah, she's a uh, she's probably one of the first people to ever do like legit Korean recipes. Yeah. Her recipes are a good foundation for you to start your recipe and then you yeah. build it build on it later. And it's really easy to make because when I was in Taiwan, I used to I was craving for Korean food and. Uh, I mean, props to Taiwan for trying, but they could not make good Korean food. So I used her among her uh, recipe on YouTube, try to make legit Korean food. I love the way that she speaks. Hi everybody, everybody. <laughs> Hi everybody. It's me, Mangchi. <laughs> Speaking She's- of Korean people, apparently there was a huge rumor that Kim Jong Un died, which I didn't know. Well, it's a rumor. Yeah. South Koreans think they're, he's still alive. Well, well, I think they confirmed that he still is. It's just like he was, I think he missed out on his grandfather's like birthday or something. Uh, and then he wouldn't, I he's guess. He's probably like, really sick. He's unhealthy. Maybe he has COVID or something. Who knows? But he. Uh, well, with that body, anything could happen, really. Yeah, like Kim Jong-un disappeared. And I just thought it was so funny because <laughs> I got really upset when uh, Kim Jong-il died because I had that character, Kim Jong-il, uh, and it ruined my character, stupid asshole. I'm like, you got upset? I was what? so sad, dude. Shout out to Kim Jong-il, man, the original homie. You created one of my favorite characters, Kim Jong-il. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kim Jong-il. Can you not use him anymore? Well, I can, dead? but it kind of it kind of doesn't make sense because the character was based off of him. It was basically Kim Jong-il goes to America uh-huh. To be the best at, he's so delusional. He's uh-huh. the number one at everything. So I'm a number one rapper. It's uh-huh. a number one dancer, number uh-huh. one chef, number one everything. But it's really just because he's this all powerful North Korean guy uh-huh. that kills anybody who says otherwise. Is that one of the sketches we I, I attended? So the first one that you did was Kim Jong Un, number one husband. <laughs> oh, and this one, one was like a funny twist because this is right when Kim Jong Il died. Uh, and so when Kim Jong-il died, I was like, yo, I can't use his character. But I can if I say that he faked his death uh-huh. and he moved to America. So uh, and that was like a real funny, fun sketch for me because I wanted to show people that he has a weakness, which is his wife. So his uh, wife is way tougher than he is. Uh, right. And the whole sketch. I'm actually, yeah. And I'm trying to like kill her the whole time, but I can't do it. <laughs> and so I try to fake my death and she, you know, she shoots me and stuff. 
so funny. Yeah, so Kim Jong Ila was is it's like he originally started off as uh, somebody that was supposed to be somebody like Kim Jong Il, but uh -huh. then it, I just made the character into Kim Jong Il that thinks he's the best at everything. Is Mr. Illa going to come back? I want him to. I actually have. So what people don't know is I actually shot a pilot uh -huh. for it um, with my writing buddy Deepak. And we I'm actually having it edited this week. Oh, yeah. really? And I'm going to release it for people to see it. It's, it's a pilot on episode. On YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. And, and just one episode? Uh, we only shot one pilot, yeah. How long is it? When is uh, it should be out? like 15, 20 minutes. And yeah. Would you have dated me if my voice sounded like that? Hell no. Hi, my name is David, and uh, I was just wondering so if, uh, you know, like, uh, if you're singer, I'm singer. <laughs> Hell to the... I mean, who knows? I didn't... I mean, I wasn't attracted to Fine, you. We're going to recreate this. Uh, that's a... That, how dare you? That is a lie. What did you just say? That I wasn't attracted to you. You were Please. You weren't come. attracted to me either. That Kim Jong-il... Sketch was the first that's time I ever met I, you. That's because I was in character. I was too busy working, dude. Yeah, I was busy Kim Jong Il was married, too. dude. Okay, I'm, right. I'm a method actor. All right. And then the second one, the second time we met, I was your girlfriend, your mom, and your wife. Is that why you were attracted to me? I was attracted to you because you were funny. What? You were you, you you weren't attracted to me at all when you first met me. Not even a little bit. Like, oh, this guy's kind of fun. He's kind of no, because like... you know the first impression I had. What? So my pet peeve or one of the things that turns me off the most is a guy wearing basketball shorts socks and slippers and, and then you're not, like, not even just regular slippers if they're thong slippers oh my gosh that's like and then you're like you're, this is the first guy that i saw that i was attracted to that's wearing everything that i hate <laughs> absolutely not and then you know the first thing you said to me what we we shook our hands and you said oh you you remind me of someone that's right you did look like somebody to me cool I don't know. It looked like I met you before, but I think it was somebody that I fell in love with in the future. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I did it. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Anyway. I remember I was like joking around with you too when I first met you and then we were we were flirting and stuff. I didn't know that was flirting. I thought you were just funny. Girl, you know how flirting with you. You ain't trying to lie to hold everybody swear. in this. I was flirting with I you. Was I was mad flirting. Even Julia said like you were super flirting with that girl. Because Julia knows you. I don't know you. That's because they've, and the thing is, like, none of them actually have, have ever seen me like flirt with somebody before. And you're a comedian, so I figure, oh, this is his personality. There was other girls on the set. I was just by my eyes on you, boo. And also, I was doing a favor, so I figured that you were just being extra nice to me. I was like, oh, this guy's very nice. Good. No. That was it. No. And then, and then, at the end of the sketch, right before we went to go have dinner with everyone, we were in the room, and then, I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about something, and uh, then my hand went to your hand, and you held my hand for a really long time, looking at me very, with a very, like, greasy oh. look. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Not greasy? What do you mean greasy? Nuki hand. No, no, nuki hand look. Buttery eyes. It was more like, oh, what's up? Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm heading out. But you liked it. You still came up after. Let me tell you something. She tried to pull a Cinderella on me, and she left. <laughs> she left her. She left everything. You know, right. she left everything at my house. So every time she came over to help me out with something, right? I actually, the the second time she came over to my place. Though I did find her attractive, it wasn't actually to hit on her. I needed her help to translate this script for me because oh, I wanted yeah. to write the script in Korean because I was going to do this Korean short. I actually have the very first episode where I shot came out fucking terrible, by the way. Um, and I wasted like $10,000 on it. 
but she she was actually the one that I I needed help to help translate it. So she translated my English script into Korean for me. And so yeah. that's the second time that you came over. But every time she came over, she kept leaving things at my place so we could meet up again. It was only one time. No, it was a watch. And then you left some other stuff, too. Like? I can't remember. what it was. Exactly. Either, it was either like, like exactly. it was like hair clips or some shit, but it was Maybe something. Maybe after we started seeing each other. Nah, but. fool, you kept leaving stuff, man. You were like that person leaving uh, crumbs in the forest trying to get me to come find you after. Well, guess what, baby? I found those crumbs. I, I found those crumbs. I found those crumbs all over the place. I built a sandwich. Uh, so you got tricked into my plan. That's right. So you did like me is what you said. <laughs> You're like my little puppy. Here, here's a little treat. Yeah. I'll see you next week. She was so funny when I... When I um, she she left this Cartier watch that she got, right? Which she lost, by the way. Doesn't even know where it's at anymore. Uh, uh, the Cartier watch. The first time? The first time. It was no. the Cartier watch. It was the Cartier watch. Mm-mm. Yes, it was. Mark and Jacobs. Nah. No, the was Cartier the Car- was later. Oh, so you left multiple watches at I my place. I didn't leave it at your place. I lost it at the beach when I went I felt the, the first you. one wasn't a Mark Jacobs. It was a Cartier watch. Really? Because mm-hmm. I remember it was rose gold. Exactly. That's Cartier, the Mar- Cartier wasn't rose gold. Oh, yeah. shit. Maybe you're right then. Ahaha. So. She- I'm the one who left it there. True. I should know, right? Okay, my bad. My bad. I should know about your diabolical plan. <laughs> So she um I'm not leaving cardiac she left, place. It has to be a little test. <laughs> she left the her Mark Jacob watch and I was like, whose watch is this? And it turned out to be hers. And so I used that watch to to meet up with her again at my friend Sophia. She opened up the Shabu restaurant and then I yeah. invited her and Ed, my my buddy Ed to come. Why is it that I went with Ed then if you invited me? I thought Ed invited me. I don't know who we invited you both, but you were there and then we kind of uh got the uh the watch. I gave um, the watch and I was like, Oh, when are we gonna meet up again? You know, you know what's so funny though that day? What? Is that um, because Ed is the one who picked me up. Yeah. I was friends with Ed the whole time. I was just partnering with it. You were sitting next to me. I was, in, I was sandwiched with Ed and David. And because I think all the people were on the left side, I kind of pushed my, I uh, know, uh, faced my body towards everyone else. So my back was facing David. Were you? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. But, I, the, but the point of that one was, though, that we were there to s- celebrate my friend's restaurant opening. So yeah. that was the main thing. And then you were going to be there. So we had the I had the watch. And then I thought, I was like, hey, let's meet up after that. <laughs> and I said, bye. And it's taking me back home. <laughs> and then after that, she hit me up out of nowhere. And she was like, so when are we going to hang out? I was like, oh, uh, no, 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 honey. What is it? You left. You left a big uh, missing part of that story is that afterwards you sent me a chunk like a big message saying, hey, uh, I'm interested in you. And I think it'd be cool that we go out. That wasn't a big thing, was it? Did I say that? You said that. You said that you were interested in me and it would be great if we could go out and like get to know each other. And I, when I, I don't think I said I was. In, OK, we may be then. Yeah, you did. Straightforward David. So, you know what I'm saying? I know because I had to read that multiple times thinking, what is he saying? What is he saying? Is this a friend? Damn, thing or not? I'm even more straightforward than I thought. That's pretty fast, dude. Yeah, you were. That's why I was so confused because we weren't friends. We just met like a couple times. And I didn't know if you're saying, like, let's meet up as friends or more. And I was so confused. Damn, I don't remember saying that. For some reason, I remember just saying, like, hey, let's meet up. No, you said, hey, I think you're really funny and cute. And I think we should go David have, like, David So, man, I'm proud of you, dude. (sighs) Yeah. Yo, 26-year-old David So was a fucking, (laughs) man, he was ass. You got balls. I was like, and you know what's so funny? I was just like, what the heck is this? And I started crackling because I was like... (laughs) This guy thinks he could just get any guys. That's what I thought. Yeah, I remember this. Huh? Any guys. Any, yeah, any girls. Yeah, any guys, guys too. Yeah, hey, man, if I was gay, I could get that dick too. Shit. Gross. Um, so, I, you know, do you remember what I said? No. I replied in Korean. I said, 
possible. Oh. And that's we'll see. Yeah. But he took it as, oh yeah, yeah, we'll see. Like I'll I'll get back to you. But for me, I'm like, um, we'll see. But she, kind of, she kind hit of me way. up like two months later, as if as if she responded immediately. She goes, so when are we gonna get that dinner? And I'm like, you haven't talked to me in like a couple months. Actually, it was like three weeks. Nah, it was like a couple months. Or I bet for you it felt that way because you're crying <laughs> up in there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, fuck it. Well, I just got to keep Every day on you're day. looking, looking at your phone. Like, nah, I stopped looking. Working. I was like, I'm done, dude. I got to date some other people. You know what I'm saying? And as soon as he felt that way, I text him. and was like, hey, let's go have dinner. Yeah. And lo and behold, look what happened. Damn, I, I didn't know I said that all in that text. That's crazy. Oh, you were straightforward. You're like, we're not being friends. We're we're dating. I remember that part, but that was after we had dinner. Yeah. And then but I didn't remember saying that in a text though. That's oh, crazy. I wish I wish I saved those. It's because cacao doesn't save all that shit. Well, that was before cacao. Oh, was it? We didn't I mean we weren't dating. Oh, we did that after, yeah. huh? But yeah, and also cacao doesn't save it. That's why I said let's just go back to iMessage yeah. uh, when we both had um iPhones. Yeah, yeah. Because at least that gets saved. Yeah. I wonder why cacao doesn't save it. That'd be so great. She and I used to speak so much through cacao all the time. Yeah. Like it like I wish we had those conversations still so I could look back on it because we, you know, we joked around that we fought a lot on it. So oh, I wanna yeah. see like the stuff that we said. I know. Because she couldn't really speak well in person when we would argue. At the, at the time. So now, so she would rather wait on it and then write a whole long diatribe for me to read because her, what she wanted to say was more collected in the, in writing versus saying to me at it on the spot. Remember well, that? Yeah. I think it's more or less. I, it came to me after the fact, like I needed some time to think about it because at yeah. that moment it was just like a blur. But then when I came back like home, whatever, and think about it for a few hours it just automatically comes in i'm like okay now i gotta like let him know yeah yeah what an interesting time the younger version of ourselves i know i can never 20s i can never go back in time and Uh do that all over again i would i would die what do you mean it was so stressful getting to know you (laughs) why was it stressful you were a closed book what do you? You mean? would not. Oh, you don't. You dare. <laughs> don't you dare on this podcast. I was close, but she I was, was being careful. Careful, my ass. She was such a closed book. Hey, I'm hard to get. I'm not an easy girl. I'm talking about even when we were together. <laughs> like we got together, and she was. I'm not just because we got together. I'm gonna be like, hey. I'm all yours. <laughs> Not like that, but then you just wouldn't open up about anything. You were so secretive about everything in your life. It was so difficult. I can't go through that again. Secretive? Not really. Everything was like, I'll tell I'll tell you when the time comes. <laughs> that was like your really? favorite thing. Like I would ask something, you're like, I'll tell you later. So Najunye. Yeah. You go, Najunye. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. Like what? Just like small stuff, like whether it was about your like relationship with your Parents, family, or something. Like, those are the things that you ask uh, somebody in the beginning. Uh-huh. So you get to know who they are and their family. Yeah. You would never tell me any of that stuff. And I was like, this is girl trying to, is she, what are we doing here, man? Are we a couple or not? Like, I want to get to know this person. No, our first night, I remember that we were talking about our family. Harmony. Mm-hmm. But not your mom, not your dad, not any of that other stuff. Well, Just your harmony. Yeah, harmony w- is still part of my family. So Yeah, I'm but then I would ask it. stuff about your relationship with your mom and dad. You never mentioned, you would never talk about any of that stuff. I can't spill the beans all at once. I don't think that's spilling the beans, but when you're with somebody, somebody's trying to get to know you. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to just... It's pretty, I mean, that's pretty sensitive side, I feel like. Mm. It's just like, you know, the part where, like, I don't want anyone to know about it. I, not anyone. I was with you. Yeah, but we were, we also got together 
really fast. And so we didn't really know each other. That's why you were asking. Did you just say we got together fast right now? I will choke you out right now. I will choke you out. Well, I'm saying you that we didn't know each other. Like we weren't friends first. So it's not like you knew a lot of stuff about me. But I have. That's how I get to know you by asking these questions and you letting and me know. And now you know. No. Did you want to know earlier? Of course, so I could get to. We could have sped up our process, and we probably could have got a lot. Whatever, more you still wouldn't have proposed to me till like this I year. I was gonna propose to you early on, but you said no. Yeah, that well, yeah, because we didn't know each other. That's why. Psh, let me tell you something. If I proposed to you, you would say and yes. And also, you wouldn't have the money for that because you were investing at that time. Hey man, I would have let go one of my investments. You wouldn't just not. to give you a ring, just to make you mine. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody cueing that horse right now on a beach with me just butt naked riding in. That's so gross. That's just how dare you. That's so gross. How I dare see you. Family Guy that. <laughs> What's that main guy's name? You talking about Peter Griffin? Yeah, <laughs> with the white horse. You just call me Peter Griffin? That's fucked up. <laughs> There's that one video someone made of yours. <laughs> mm. That was pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was. That was a good one. You know, one of uh, the, the uh, Twitter subscribers asked us about. Um, Twitter subscribers. What the fuck did I just say? Pa- I Patreon know. subscribers. They uh, asked about the uh, the first time um, we ever said like "I love you" to each other, <laughs> and like how how did that come about? I was actually the first one to say "I love you" oh, to her. You said actually the first phrase you said was "I think I'm falling in love with you." Smooth, David. So I squealed. I squealed. I did. I remember that. I would remember saying that to you. I think I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. And I did feel it. I felt it. I felt it through the marrow of my bones. Dang, that woman. came around real fast. I'm like, damn. It was in the I... first few months. Yeah, it was. It's like in the first, like maybe four months or something like that. I thought to myself, I was like, dude, can a guy really fall in love with me that fast? What have I been doing? You haven't been doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> I'm just 자연스러운, 사랑스러운 여자. She wouldn't even hold my hands at first. Like she just, she didn't, she thought the concept of holding hands was so stupid. I, I hate it. Like she didn't, hands. she didn't get it. She, like, I remember I was like, hey, look, hold my hand. I tried going for hands. She goes, why do people, do, this is what she said. She goes, why do people do that? I don't get it. I don't get why people hold I'm hands. I'm not really into physical contact or I wasn't. Uh, into physical contact because I'm a sweaty guy. I mean, guy, I'm a sweaty. You're a sweaty girl. guy, huh? <laughs> I'm a sweaty dude to begin with. Like my hands and my feet are like the most sweaty part. So if someone asks me to hold hand, I'm like, dude, I her hate feet it. are freaking hot, dude. Either, <laughs> Thank you. They are. Hot. They either ice cold or hot as hell. She could literally make a panini sandwich if she just sandwiched her feet together <laughs> like that. That sandwich so- is done, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she wouldn't she wouldn't hold my and I remember the first time that we actually held hands. She really enjoyed it. It was weird. And then she started to like it. And I forgot where I was. Either I went on a show or I was gone for a certain period of time. And then she tells me she goes, you know, what's so funny. Like I I, I miss holding your hands. And so she was with her best friend. (laughs) And then she asked her best friend, like, can Can I I hold hold your hand? (laughs) I got accustomed to it. Like it, it was what? Three years afterwards. Was it? Yeah. No, it was it was way earlier than that. Oh, way well, earlier. I got used to it. I'm like, oh, that feels nice. I see why like people who are in a relationship for a really long time and they have a breakup that they can't sleep by themselves now. Yeah, because you Get after that to wanted it. to hold hands all the time. And, and I wanted to touch someone all the time. And if I like, did hug that person, <laughs> like, I don't know, just grab onto them. And if I didn't hold her hand, she would get upset. Yeah. You trained me. <laughs> you, got you trained so, me to like it. You got so, so you better follow up with it. <laughs> you got so upset that I wouldn't hold your hands. It's because I my hands would get hot and sweaty. Then why'd you ask me to hold your hand? Because that day wasn't hot and sweaty. It was hot. 
It was hot, but it wasn't sweaty. It was August, hun. Yeah, it, it was, was hot. hot. We had I had AC in the Jeep, baby. Yeah, but you asked me to hold your hand when we we're walking. Was it when we we're walking? I thought it was yes. in the car. I thought it was in the car. And then we held our hands in the car too. Really? Yes, I remember. That's why I was asking why people hold hands. Oh, and oh, she's so she's such a phony too. The first time. <laughs> Phony, huh? Let me tell you why she's such a phony. Can't be. I, I'm like the most real girl ever. So there's there's this weird thing. And this is not just Mariel. This is me too. This is everybody. We all have a perception of what we think we want in a relationship, what we think that we join a relationship. But you never really get to understand what that is until you're actually in a committed relationship. And that is something that I've learned, you know, just being dating multiple times and just kind of figuring, figuring this as I went along. Because... If I look back to who I was when I was younger, right, and I think about the first time I ever had a girlfriend who, mm. who I thought I wanted to be with, right, mm. that person that I wanted to be with at first is not the person who I am with now, which is you, right? Who did you want to be with? What was your ideal I don't girl? know if it was like an ideal girl per se, but I think I, I, I liked more girls who were the opposite of me, right? A little more quiet. A little more pure. <laughs> you're not that. You're a loud farting girl all the time, just farting 24-7. I don't know what you're feeding me, but it's not letting my stomach be Yo, happy. this girl has been farting nonstop. This, Stop feeding me weird stuff. I'm feeding you Korean food. and I don't know what it is. She's been farting. She, she, this girl could create her own symphony if she wanted to. She's been <laughs> farting so much. It's our language. Our love language is farting? <laughs> yes. Hey, because you fart too. I, yeah, I know I fart, but what happened to you? What's, what's, what, like, I don't mind when girls fart. Like, that's, that's not an issue. It's just I'm kind of shocked at how much she's been farting and how loud it's been. There's been a few earthquakes in L.A. It wasn't it wasn't an earthquake. It was just her farting in a room. Okay. Yeah. But this girl, like, what, what I was going back to is that we have this perception of what we think we like. And, you know, case in point, for Mariel, when we first started going out, she had a few thoughts about what she thought she enjoyed in a relationship, what she didn't like. For example, she thought she didn't like handholding right mm -hmm. and then she found out there's this there's this odd connection that you have with somebody with physical touch mm. you, you start to miss it you, there's mm. like a certain bonding that you have mm. like you see this in cases when you know you know they did a case back in the day where um uh they found out that children couldn't live well without bonding to a human being like mm. they, they would pass away it mm. was it was some kind of crazy experiment mm. um also she was very very adamant that she hated flowers <laughs> That's right. That's so was, true. She she said specifically, why do people give flowers as gifts? It's going to die anyways. It, I still I still think like that. Okay. Still, then tell me why did you roast okay. me? She got Here's the so thing. Here's the thing. Okay, I will tell you. So I still believe that flower giving flowers as a gift is a waste because it dies. It just takes up the space uh -huh. and it dies. And okay. you gotta clean it up later. And it doesn't smell good. But what I didn't know is the emotion that comes with when you receive this beautiful bouquet of flower that lives only temporarily. And you're just you feel you feel so special when you receive that because that bouquet doesn't live forever. So you have to get it at a certain time, give it to that person at a certain time. And it means something. And I didn't understand that. Until someone who I love gave it to me. I've gotten before from friends, you know, guy friends who give it to me. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. But what am I going to do with it? Kind of deal. Or like, oh, this is nice. But like, I didn't feel something. that special emotion mm -hmm. until I got with you. Okay. She's trying to make herself sound all nice right now. And I'm going to tell you what it really is. Okay. 
She did not feel that emotion the first time I gave her flowers. The first time I gave, she started feeling that emotion when she was at work. Wait, when's the first time Hold you on. gave to me? When she was at work, uh-huh. right? And it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. all these other girls were getting flowers. And then she was like, hmm. Uh, my boyfriend didn't send me flowers. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah. And then one day we're chilling. Like, it's Valentine's. And mind you, like Valentine's, I, you know, I take her out to eat and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then we're chilling. And then she goes, you know, it would be nice if I got flowers for Valentine's Day. And I screeched, <laughs> looked at her. I said, what did you just say to me? She goes, you know, I was at work and, um, you know, my, my person next to me, they got flowers. And, they got, and I was like, where's my flowers? I was like, hold on. You legit told me flowers are dumb that's why i never got you flowers you told me you didn't like flowers so the reason why you wanted flowers Uh because you felt left out no okay here's the thing i've seen that before at other places too but i wasn't with a guy that i was in love with so seeing that i'm like i it didn't i didn't care until i got (laughs) with you and i'm like oh i have someone that i love too i wish i could get that but prior to that, I didn't care. I'd be like, oh, good thing I didn't get one. Because then I have set to pay me up, back. You set me up for failure. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was shocked. But I didn't get mad at you or anything. I just said, hey, it would be nice if I could get far. <laughs> no, now. you did not say it like that. Sure. You, were, you weren't upset, but it was more like you were kind of like hurt. Like, yeah. <laughs> how, could you get, how could you be hurt about something that you set up for me? You told me not to get you flowers. And then I told you, moving forward, give me flowers. <laughs> And this year, I didn't get anything, but it's fine. What are you talking about? What did you get, though? I don't know. What did I get? We got a lot of great things together. What did we get? Huh? Exactly. Dinner? Exactly. Well, it's okay. It's not the dinner. It's the flowers. Why you got to out me on this podcast? You're never allowed on this podcast. Hold on a second. I didn't get you flowers, huh? No, it's okay. I'm going to grow you flowers. How about that? That means every Valentine's Day, you'll have a bouquet waiting for you. Oh, speaking of that, mm-hmm. so this reminds me of something when I did in high school. I thought it was the most romantic thing that I've done to my mom. So on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. do you remember those uh, flowers where it, it was, what was it? It was like hairspray or something so that it's hard and it has like glitters and different colors. Is okay. that a flower? It's like bouquet of flowers. I Maybe it's an Asian thing or it's, it's in our town where like every formal dances, we will get this like really pretty flowers that was um, hairsprayed or something so that it hardens and it, it lasts for months. Oh, I, I, there's companies that do that where they where they dip the roses into like a, a type of resin or some type of chemical uh-huh. and it makes the, the rose stay that way for a long time. Yeah, for a really long time. And so I got a really nice bouquet of flower and I put a fake one in the center mm-hmm. and I gave it to my mom for my mother's day and I wrote a letter to her. I was like, I will love you until all of these flowers die. And then put parentheses, one is fake in the inside. <laughs> She looked at it and she was so upset. She's like, how could you say this to me? I'm like, mom, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, you're going to love me only till this, these flowers live. It's like, so you're not going to love me forever? And I'm like, mom, it says one of the flowers is fake in the inside. <laughs> and she did not see that. She mm. just completely got blindsided by everything else that I said. That's so funny. And she got so upset. And I remember that. What did she say after? She, re- she was like, oh. No, she, she just didn't listen to me. She, she was, couldn't hear anything She was else. actually mad at you? She was so upset. And I was like, that's the last time I'm doing a surprise thing for her. <laughs> Why would she get upset, though? She didn't understand. She literally didn't understand that I put a fake flower inside. But you wrote it in there. Yeah. 
And I even told her, I was like, mom, this is fake. But I don't know. I don't know what happened afterwards. Your mom's so blur. funny, dude. She got so upset. Your mom is so funny. You know what's so funny? My friend told me, so you know that crash landing on you? Yeah. Uh, it's a Korean drama on Netflix. It got such a high rating. I, I hated that drama with everything. That I, I loved it. So stupid. I loved it. Just There was a scene in that, in that drama <laughs> where they, he, Spelt out like a love letter <laughs> with every book in the bookshelf. What a fucking dumbass does that? See, dude? that's I'm. That's the thing. It's like it's on Netflix. A lot of non-Koreans watch these, right? And God. when those kind of scenes come out, I'm wondering, like, do they understand what we're watching here? Because I'm squealing is saying, "I love you." It's the dumbest premise ever. This girl lands somehow ends up in North Korea, and then she gets found by the one guy that's not going to shoot her to death. Clearly, this is a fictional story. I know they but make it, it so fictional that you just believe it's, it. It's so it's too fictional. It's like really fictional. That's why you could believe in it. If it's like kind of real but fictional, then you're like, "What? Which world am I supposed to be in?" But it's so fake that you just believe it. It's like you know, cartoon. You know it's fake, so you could believe in it. It's it's too fake though. Like it's it's like I know because I I mean I'm not one to speak because I love Hi Bye Mama right, which is a ridiculous yeah. premise too. However, the story and the people and the conversations are very very real. I realize why you like that drama. Why? It's the way you talk to when you talk about when you do your own vlogs or what do you call those? Yeah, vlogs, right? Yeah. Um, you are funny, but then you always have this serious message at the end. Yeah. And that's what Hi Bye Mama is. Well, hi by mama also just they speak like human beings. Like that's how people talk. You know what I mean? Like when they joke mm-hmm. around or when they have serious conversations. You, too. Too, yo, I would you don't know how North Koreans I, talk. talk. It's not like North Koreans, but it's just like the way they talk is so it's just dumb. Like I've sat there and I listened to you watch that shit and I I, I want to You know to sh- what? The whole world is against sh- you now well, cuz bring it, bitch. I don't give a fuck. All right? People can like it. It's, that's it's okay. fine. But the People point like of it. that story that I brought up is mm-hmm. that there is a mom there. She's a North Korean rich mom. And she knows yep. how to speak English. And she reminds me of my mom so much. Oh, darling, you got normal fashionable. Like, it's so my mom. Like, what is going on? And I looked at my best friend and she's like, is it rude to say that she reminds me of your mom? And I'm like... Mariel's mom is fancy, dude. My mom is the I've, cutest. I've she's... never seen the top of Mariel's mom's head ever in my life. <laughs> she's she's always wearing a hat. Even at night when we're at, at their house, I was like, how does she still have a hat on? Dude, even I haven't seen it for the longest time. I don't even know if she has a top of a head or not. I'm assuming that there's a hat there. And then when she opens it up, it's, it's just her ball. brain. It's just her brain. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? Every is... time I see her, I feel like she just popped out of a cartoon. She's just so tiny she and has, like cute. Mariel's mom too is just endowed with jewelry. She's oh, fat. You'll never. This woman is ready to go like, all the time. Like you'll never see her without makeup, Mm-mm. looking pristine as fuck. My mom's different. She's like the fanny pack, <laughs> like the sauce shoes, the uh, the the puffy vest, and with like kimchi in her hands <laughs> with the kimchi gloves. Mm-hmm. When Mariel first came over to um my my place in Sacramento, and she was gonna spend the night, she um. My mom has like these very just she has a very warm vibe. Like it's very warm and welcoming. And if I bring somebody that I care about to my household, she she invites them like open hearted. Mm. This woman eats my mom's food oh, yeah. and then she just starts bawling. And my mom's like, Uro? <laughs> like why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> she just starts crying as she eats she's eating my mom's food. And I was like, Why is this woman crying? And then it's because it reminds her of her grandmother. 
Which uh, is, her food. Yeah. yeah. My, my mom has very good homey food. Like, no matter how I make my Korean food, it never tastes like my mom's. I don't know why. Because it reminds me of chipbap. Because ever since uh, my grandma passed away, we didn't really have chipbap. Chipbap is what? Like, just like, like homemade, homemade yeah. uh, Korean food. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's hot in here too. It's so hot. <laughs> Just because it's hot, you're gonna cry. Uh, I needed to get the liquid out of my face. Um, oh my god, yeah. So we haven't had chipbap for a while, and usually, like my aunts come over, and then then we would have um, Korean food. But then, if they're not there, then usually we just have other types of cuisine, which is fine. But it's just it's been a while, maybe about a year. or year or so right over mm-hmm. a year since i've had my grandma's food so when i went to david's house it felt like i went back in time and had my grandma's food mm. so all these emotions were just like building up and on top of that david's mom reminds me of my aunts because of her vibe and the way she talks and the way she looks i was like whoa this is kind of weird and so i got really emotional and i started crying <laughs> My mom is a very, very fun person to be around too. Like I feel like one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to be with somebody who spoke Korean. <sighs> and I know this is a, a very it's, – it's kind of a weird concept for people where I, I feel like – No, you're fine. Okay. I feel like it's a weird concept for people when they think about – when they say like, oh, when you're – I truly believe that when you end up with somebody, <clears> right, you should be thinking about the relationship that you'll have with this person for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes um, – because family ties are so strong, a lot of people, they base who their partner is going to be based on if mommy and daddy are going to like them. Mm. But my mom has always said something else where she goes like, I would love it for their, for you to date somebody who's Korean or can speak Korean because I want a relationship with my, with my granddaughter or with my uh, daughter-in-law, mm. right? Which is a great thing to think about. But my mom also said too, she goes, at the end of the day though, like when I pass away, mm. you're going to be left with your choices and mm. you're going to be left with the person that you're with, the, yeah. the the mother of your child. So just, you know, be with somebody who's good to you, uh, even if they can't speak Korean, but I would prefer that. But for me, it is very important that I got with somebody who could speak Korean, which didn't become important to me until later in life because I didn't realize how how Korean I am, right? Oh, you're very <laughs> like Korean. I'm, I'm super, super I Korean. I was shocked how Korean you were. Yeah. The more I got to know you, though, I'm like, did you live in Korea? Because I lived in Korea. And you feel like I feel I feel the connection. Yeah. Like I am. Um, I'm very uh, I'm, I'm very culturally Korean. Like I, I'm, I'm you grew a, up watching a lot of Korean stuff. Too. I grew up. I mean, I grew up watching a lot of Korean stuff. My, my mom doesn't speak English, so I have to speak uh, Korean. Yeah. Like my Korean isn't the best. But the fact that you could say money, you could. What is it? Um, know the numbers. Yeah. At, like counting two different because Koreans we have two different ways of counting numbers yeah. one is currency and one is for something else and yeah. you know the difference yeah like my Korean it's funny because like some people listen to my it's like oh your Korean is not that great and it's funny the people who say my Korean isn't great their Korean is 10 times worse than mine it's like <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, That's I, funny. It's, it's weird. Like Korean people are so odd about language. Like when they, they criticize other Korean people's uh, speaking of, of Korean so <laughs> harshly. I don't know why fucking Korean people well, do that. Like, like Korean people. Koreans as in Koreans who know how to speak Korean or don't Just, know. just Korean who's, who don't, either they know or don't know. They go, oh, your Korean is not that great. It's like, how the fuck? Your Korean's worse than mine, dude. That's interesting. I usually get the opposite. If I speak Korean, not that, or, you know, speak a language, usually I get positive feedback. I'd be like, oh, you're actually better than I thought. Yeah, it was just such an I don't know why, but I feel like Korean people scrutinize each other a little too harsh about like language shit so much. Like even if I was, let's say I went mm. to Korea, right? And mm. I couldn't speak Korean very well. Like mm. they'd just be like, oh. 
Wonder. I feel like that. I think they might, if you look Korean and you can't speak well, they might think you're a little bit weird. Because well, I've what, had that kind of experience. Before. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like if I tell you that I'm from America. Like, it's like oh. it's like the drama that we're watching right now, Live Up to Your Name on Netflix. Yeah, you know yeah, how, yeah. So there's this guy and the character, a long story short, is that he comes from um, Joseon uh, era, which is like 400 years ago. And he yeah. comes to present area. And he, they people try to talk to him, but he doesn't understand all these terms that they're using because it's so current. I've had... And then they look at him as like kind of crazy guy. And I had that experience when I was living in Korea because there were certain terms that they use. So I was in the bus and I was like, I was asking the driver, bus driver. I was like, hey, how do you get to this place? And he's like, oh, just go straight down and, and you know, on the intersection, make a right or something. But I didn't know how to I didn't I didn't know how to say internet intersection and make a right. How do you say intersection? I don't know. I still don't know. Oh, uh, he's like, Kormoki. no, that's Ali. I don't know. Yeah, but. I forget. Damn. Anyway, so when he said that to me, I was like, oh, what? How do you say? And I asked him, I was like, what is intersection? And he looked at me. He's like, what the hell? Like, he gave me that look. And I was just, and then, no joke, I added English accent right after that. I was like, um, uh, yeah. And then he was like, oh. And then he gave me the, another look. He's like, oh, maybe you're not Korean after all. And he's like, I'll oh, just get out and then just go straight. Yeah. But I felt so humiliated at that time. I was like, oh, my God. Someone just actually looked at me as if I was stupid. That's so interesting, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, so I, There's a lot of times I have to use that. Or I, I, I did. I don't have to try. That's already there. Like it's, it's already there. Yeah, but I, for me, I wanted to be native there. Like I want to make sure that I could communicate I mean, with them. I mean, you just got there, right? I, I guess. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, speaking the language part is super important. Like just to go back to what I was saying, because yeah. – you know, my mom, she can't speak English like she can. She knows how to get a, get around at the store. But uh. that's about it. And so the only way that you would have ever developed a relationship with my mom is if you spoke Korean. That's, that's what no if I way. didn't speak Korean? How do you think we would still be together? We would still prob- we would still be together. But you it would be very hard for you to be around my family, though, um, because my mom is so Korean. But like. Mm-hmm. Even for you right now, like we had a conversation not too long ago. So my mom is not my, – my parents aren't people who open up to other people that well. They don't have a crap ton of friends. Mm-hmm. They have a very select – they're just like me. I have a select amount of friends and there's a lot of acquaintances, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why – I mean how many times do you see people even prior to COVID, how many people came to our house? Not much, right? Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> well, I'm saying like – but. You know, like if you have a lot of friends, like uh-huh. your friends would come over and kick it. But not oh, a lot yeah, of yeah, – yeah. we don't invite people like that over, no. right? And the only people that you have are – you already know. Like yeah. Bart, Joe, you know, that that's really about it, right? Uh-huh. Um, other than that, so, the, you know, for you to – my mom – so my mom told her before. She goes, hey, like now that, you know, my son has proposed to you or whatever, you're, you, know, you guys are engaged. Like, I, you know, I want to develop a relationship with you. So, you know, just give me a call every now and then. Right. And I think for her, it's for, for Mariel, it's really hard because my, fa- my family, it's, we're very, very well connected. Like we talk on the phone a lot. Mm. Right. Which I think typically for a lot of Korean people that I know, don't do that. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, but seeing the relationship that you have with your mom, it's not something I'm used to no that's what i'm saying like, I don't like think seeing from other friends too exactly i don't think i don't know anybody who does that all, all my korean friends growing up i think that they only talk to their parents for hey how are you doing are you okay how's things cool it's hang hard. up yeah having like a full-on conversation for that long and that often isn't really 
uh, common. Yeah, because usually it's a task. It's like more yeah. we're calling just to check in because we have to. Like for me, mm -hmm. I talked to my mom on the phone for like an hour. Yeah, your yeah. mom is definitely different. Yeah, she likes talking on the phone. And it's so very I, nice. like for, for me, the reason why it's important for you to know how to speak Korean is because my mom, the only way my mom, unless she moves here, is to develop a relationship with you is to speak to you. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Mm -hmm. And, if, if, you know, people can say otherwise, right? They go, oh, well, my, you know, I have a, a wife or a husband who doesn't speak the language and they get along. Getting along and connecting are two different things. Mm -hmm. Language is so fucking important. There's nuance, right? Yeah. Even when, when you watch like films, like Korean films, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't understand the Korean language, even if it's translated, you still don't understand the nuance to why it's so funny, yeah. why it's this. When people have watched Parasite, right? Yeah. And there are parts that are so funny to me, yeah. it's not funny to anybody else because they don't understand the nuance in the language. Yeah. Or it's not as funny as what we think. Exactly. So there's there's nuance and there's there's a connection that you have when you can speak the I language. I didn't realize Korean language is so funny. It is. I, it's I it's a very funny language. It. So, you know, if you couldn't speak Korean, yeah. It, it would have been a bigger issue. But, you know, like when my mom asked you to call and then, you know, it was very awkward for you to do it. When I, I told her, too, that my mom's feelings were getting a little hurt. Right. Because she wanted to connect to Mariel. But the I asked work that I have to do. But I, I also had to tell my mom, I was like, mom, like you can't, you know, put that pressure on her because you have to understand, like the way that we communicate isn't how everybody else communicates to their children. Mm -hmm. So when you ask like Mariel to, you know talk to you on the phone and have a casual conversation. If she doesn't do that within her own family, how weird is it for her to do it with her mother-in-law? Yeah. Like that's something that you have to be a little patient with. But you know, the cool thing is like this year, Mary will actually call my mom like twice. And then my mom's mood was like, boo! She was like, oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> she, she was so happy. You have no idea how happy that made my mom. I mean, that's good because it was a lot of effort for me. It was so... Just getting to that call button. Which oh, is, I could imagine. It's it's not much. I mean, physically, it's not much work, right? It's just like click, click. But the the pressure and the preparation to do that. I don't know. It was just it was such a hard. It was a challenging thing for me. And I'm glad that she liked it because it was hard on my end because that's not something I'm custom I'm used to doing with my family. Like our family, we don't really do we we're not a, a phone person. Like prior to you know being with you too, I'm, I wasn't really a phone person. I hate talking on the phone because then I, I it's I get distracted because I can't see that person when I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and our family too, when we just meet up, then we talk. But outside of that, we have our own life. Like my parents are very social. Maybe that's the thing. It's just that unlike your family, my family is very social, like very out there. Mm -hmm. It has a community that they hang out with and they have their own separate community. So my mom has her own friends. Dad has her own friends and his friends. And then they're just so busy having a life, which is great. You know, I'm just really happy that they have a life. They have a there. very modern relationship. Like that's like relationship that people have in our, our, our. My mom's very modern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, for the nine, the 1800s Parisian home that you guys have. Oh, and the requirement that she has for her child. Their, their house looks like the Louvre in Paris. <laughs> like you, you walk in, there's like naked Cupid wallpaper all over the place. It's like, where did you get this Parisian couch? I <laughs> like, I don't even know how she sourced this furniture. Furniture. It's like an old, like an old Frenchman made all the furniture. I know. It looks like a cafe. It's not a house. It's a cafe. Yeah, I walk in and I'm like, who did you? Who, who Who's assigned you? to sit here? Because I don't feel like I should be sitting there. Well, I was like, what What old Parisian man did you kill for this? Like, who made this? It's all handcrafted. Uh, she was meant to be born in Europe. No. Oh, for sure. It's so funny. And, yeah. And the way that we live is very modern. But then yeah. the requirement that she has for her child 
is very uh, traditional. It's、mm. like she's like, make sure you don't have a boyfriend until after college. I'll pray for you that you don't have one. But let's go have、uh, blind dates. Oh, that's Asian people <laughs> at the same time. Asian people are like this. She's like, listen, it's listen, so traditional. If, like I will. Like, where's my kid? I will kill you before you date somebody. Why aren't you married?、Yeah. It's like, hold on a second.、What? Why aren't you married? Where's my grandchildren? It's like, oh, it's like, why aren't you married? Where's my、uh, grandchildren? But don't you ever fucking date anybody ever.、Yeah. It's like, wait, hold on. Did, does this ever make sense?、Yeah. My brother said the funniest thing to my mom. My mom was like, my mom was like, I, I want grandchildren. Why aren't you married? My dad, my brother's like. You know, you don't have to get married to have kids. Like I, I can pop one in right now. My mom's like, yeesh. <laughs> That's the thing. It's so weird. Is that my parents are so modern at the same time, very traditional. But that said,、um, the our relationship is very like modern. It's like you do your thing, and then you know, he so shiki and bu so shiki, he so shiki ragu. It's and what it means is that no update means no bad news. Like how do you translate that? I've never heard that saying before. So I was hoping you could explain to me. Right <laughs> so basically, it means.、Um, yeah. If there's no call, that means nothing's wrong. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know that's how we kind of live, and so the fact that your mom was asking me to call, it's like, what do I talk about? What do I say? But the fortunate part is that she loves talking, and she is so sweet. Like the way she talks to you, it makes you feel like you're worth something, and there's value in life, and like there's no pressure of being like daughter-in-law. It's just like, hey, you do you, you live once, go and travel, go and do this with your, you know, with David, like have a life, you know, don't think about other people. And I'm just like, look,、oh, well, she's not talking about、nice. expectations. She's not talking about what you should do, what you have to yeah. do. My mom doesn't really do that in a conversation. I mean, she she does that with me. Right, but here and there. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's funny because my mom was like, "Yeah, now that you're old, like I'm not here telling you what to do." And I'm like, "Yeah, you do." She goes, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> She goes, "Don't tell you, like you're my son. Yeah, like, exactly, I have to do that." Exactly. But you know, my mom's just there to really have fun and conversation. Like my my dad's not very great at that, and、yeah. we had a conversation why he's like that is because he's never had that relationship with his parents. So,、uh, which I understand. Yeah. But my mom, she could just talk about bullshit all day. She could, and I'm so grateful that I grew up with Korean culture in my life. Like. A lot of dramas, a lot of shows. You know, having my grandma around, I watched all kinds of drama, and I could talk to your mom. That's like a huge part where we could talk to each other and like have a because com- she watches a lot of drama. She knows、yeah. what's going on over there, so like I could be part of that conversation, and she gets super excited. And when I talk about old dramas, like there's an old drama about acupuncture named Hojun. Yeah, and I brought that up、uh, maybe like the second time I saw her, and she's like, "Oh my god." You watch that drama,、mm. and I'm like, yeah, I used to watch that. I used to watch like Pogoto Pogo. It's like really like early '90s drama,、yeah. and she got super excited. And you know, every time I see her, she talks about celebrities to me, and I know what exactly、yeah. what she's talking about because I grew up with them. Well, this is this is a great conversation topic because I don't think sometimes people understand when they say, "Yo, family is important to me," right?、Mm-hmm. So, I mean, w- definitively, what what do you mean by family is important to you? Like, is family important to you in the sense of just the family that you create with the person that you're with, or are you talking about everybody that's involved?、Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when we think about relationships, when we get with somebody, you think that you're only with that person, but you're not.、Mm-mm. The moment you get with somebody, you are also a part of their family, a part of their friends, and you、yeah. become a part of this web, their web that they've spun and they've created prior to the prior to when you came in.、Mm-hmm. So. Being in a relationship is a lot more than just that single individual. Yeah, yeah I agree. 
after your parents pass away, even my mom told me that I have to stick with my life choices and the people that I'm with. But while my parents are here, because family is important to me and this, you know, whatever, how many years I've been alive, 32 years I've been alive, that I had this relationship with my mom. Mm -hmm. It's also very important to me, too. Yeah. It's also important in like when we have kids. Right. Mm -hmm. How important is it to me that my kids can be able to communicate with Harmony and Harmony? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they can't speak Korean. Yeah. And then Harmony and Harmony just comes in. And I see this all the time with kids who don't know how to speak the language with yeah. their grandparents. Yeah. It's just, are you hungry? Yeah. Do you want to play with toys? Yeah. That's it. And it's so hard to watch because yeah. they can't communicate with each other. That's why when my aunts met you, the first thing that they said is, you're Korean, you speak Korean. They got so excited. I don't even think they cared that I could, that I was Korean. It's like I could speak Korean. Yeah. I think that threw them off. Yeah. Right. It was more like, and it wasn't just, and when people say they speak Korean, by the way, like my Korean isn't the best, but I can have a conversation. Like you, it, you could, you could understand them hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. It's just, you're, cause you're, you're used to listening, but you're just not used to speaking. Yeah, but it, you could totally talk to them. Yeah, I could speak. It just takes me a while to warm up because I don't speak it as yeah, often yeah. anymore. If I'm talking to my mom on the phone and then I talk to her parents after, then it's easier because it's already mm -hmm. there. But what happens is it's like because it's not in use, I get caught up in, in words. words yeah. And I'm like, I should know this word. Yeah. Like, why don't I know how to say this like word? I still don't know how to say interse intersection. Yeah. But when I talk to her parents, it's super slow at first. And as we begin to speak throughout the day, it starts, starts coming back. Yeah. And then it starts to get easier. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just all about practice. But with that too, like, would I be able to speak to your dad? No. Your dad doesn't speak English, mm -hmm. right? I can talk to your mom. Your mom speaks perfect English, yeah. but then I wouldn't be able to have a relationship with your father. And then I, f I feel like the big approval process that I had with your family was because your aunts liked me so much. Also because I look like one of their sons. <laughs> <laughs> you look like my oldest cousin. Yeah, which is so interesting. I know. Yeah, so like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that language part is very important. Yeah. I just don't want my culture to die. I think that's the thing I get scared about the most is like, I see people who they kind of disregard the importance of culture a lot. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't feel a certain way if people want to do that. Yeah. Right. But I, I do appreciate when people choose to instill a big part of who they are into their, into the generations that's, that, that's ahead of us. Mm -hmm. So when you had this kid and yeah, though we are here in America, um, I want our kids to be able to speak Korean. I want them to like Korean food and I mm -hmm. want them to understand where they came from and why I am the way that I am mm -hmm. and who they are and why they look the way that they look. Mm -hmm. It's because you are Korean. There's mm -hmm. a huge part of who you are that's in your blood. That's I, I truly believe that. It's interesting because when I was growing up, I actually tried to hide the fact that I was Korean mm -hmm. because I couldn't blend with my Korean friends, mm -hmm. whether that was Korean friends in Korea or Korean American friends here. Like I just couldn't connect because I was so we have something called second generation, right? For Koreans. Yeah. There's first generation, which is our usually our parents, and then second generation is us. And there are some of us out there, we call our, ourselves 1.75. Yeah. I'm a, I'm first generation. You're first generation? No, you're second. Your no. parents are first. I wasn't born here. I was born in Korea. Oh, I'm that's first generation. Right. I forgot. I, right. I I got my citizenship when I was like 23. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm technically second. Um, yeah, freaking Taeyanminguk, dude. <laughs> Taeyanminguk, dude. But because I lived in Korea for a bit, um, I had a hard time figuring out who I should blend with. But I felt like none of the Koreans accepted me for who I was. So I had a lot of um, resentment to Koreans. So in my in, during my teens i pretended that i was not korean and people and also i didn't look korean i look people a lot of people asked me if i was japanese yeah. so i just kind of absorbed that be like yeah i guess i am mm. and kind of stay away from this korean culture 
culture until later on in my life is when I really appreciated how much I uh, I grew up with Korean culture and just being experienced living in that culture because I mean it's so useful now you know I could there's so many people out there who are very interested and want to learn mm -hmm. and also you know I could utilize it with my aunts who can't speak English I could utilize it with your mom you know not that only know how to speak Korean but then also understand the culture so I could communicate you know really using their language yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's important. Like I said, because, so you, yeah. because you speak Korean, like you're allowed to have a relationship with my parents and our relationship gets stronger too. And once again, I'm just going to reiterate this. This is just an opinion of mine. You know, totally. if you if you have a relationship and you can't communicate with your in-laws and you uh -huh. say that it's fine, then it's fine for you. But yeah. I do believe as a fucking fact, just because I've I've had – I've never really been with a Korean girl besides you and then the girl before, before uh -huh. you uh -huh. that it, it just wasn't possible, uh -huh. you know. There was the nod, there was the high, there was a smile, but because they couldn't speak to each other, my mm. mom likes to talk. She mm. likes to get to know people. Sure. That's where the relationship would have stopped. Mm. She's a very sweet girl. Mm -hmm. That's it. So that's one of your core values that you want. From yeah, the girl. like well, the core, the 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 huge overlooming, you know, mm -hmm. uh, core value is that family is important, right? So like when we get together, I don't want that girl just to be able to stay next to me and then have me translate everything that's going on mm. oh my mom is asking that you're hungry oh my mom's asking how's work mm. I, I, it's dumb mm. because they'll there will never be a bond there mm. if you're okay with that you're you are but for me because i care about the the, the family strength a lot mm. with generations before and after like i need that language part to be there because my mom can't speak english and my dad can't really speak english very well so when i ask you let's speak korean so we could practice how come you don't do it because body up <laughs> okay, we're gonna go into Korean. Yeah, Well, guys, that wraps up this podcast. We talked about the importance of culture, family, uh, re rehashing how we first met, mm, mm, right? Mm. The importance that I'm Cinderella. I'm Cinderella, my ass. I'm a princess. Thank you. And he didn't get me flowers this year. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we we'll talk about that later. Anyways, guys, uh, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We will, uh, yeah, this podcast is here just for regular conversation, talking about basic shit. See if you guys can relate to it. I'm just here to be along your day and to fill those boring times in between. Pop us up in the background of your daily lives. Put us all on on your commute, and uh, Genius Brain will be there for you guys. We will catch you all next time. Love you so much. Kiss me on the face and punch me in the butt. Bye, everybody. Bye.